Our Ability Podcast, uh, episode June 11th, 2020. Proud to be on uh, this podcast with a, a friend of ours from the Self Advocates in Western New York, Joseph Damiano. Before we begin with Joseph, I wanted to introduce this podcast a little bit. Uh, we've had a great relationship with the Self Advocates in New York State. We've met some wonderful people over the years, and Joseph is a great example of that. And one of the things I've taken away from meeting the self-advocates are how strong they are with each other, how successful they are with each other, and how the community of people with disabilities comes together, uh, especially in Western New York with the self-advocates. So I'm, I'm really proud of this interview and and bringing this to you. Please know that uh, you know we're all struggling with technology here a little bit. You're going to hear the computer bang a little bit. You're going to hear a car door. All of that's human nature. And so uh, we wanted to let you know that like life, it's not perfect, but it's a great conversation. It's really important to have. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by Price Chopper Market 32 Supermarkets, as well as Lowe's Home Improvement. Uh, both Price Chopper and Lowe's have done a great job in supporting employment of individuals with disabilities. As you know, this is everything that our ability stands for, and we're, we're awfully proud of that. Um, this, uh, our ability, our mission is to lower the unemployment rate for individuals with disabilities from 70%. We realize our challenge right now with COVID, but we know that if we're smart about how we tackle this coming out of it, we will be in a better position. Joseph, tell me a little bit about yourself, where you live, uh, what you do and what are your interests? Um, I currently live in Belfast, New York, um, about about an hour and a half, two hours from Buffalo. Um, I was a part-time DJ for seven years, um, been a self-advocate for many years, um, and I'm the chair of the Collaborative of New York Self-Advocacy Group. So how important is self-advocacy to you and to the people uh, that you touch in your community? It is very important in our community for self-advocacy. People around our area need a lot of people to advocate for themselves and for others. Um, we have a hard time as people with disabilities um, being heard all the time. So we always have to advocate and lend a voice and tell our state and local legislators what's going on. So what are some of the issues that you have to deal with with, uh, with some of those local leaders that, that are really important to you? Give me some of the issues that you have to deal with. Um, usually we talk about Medicaid, um, because Medicaid is a very crucial issue right now for people with disabilities. We don't want our Medicaid taken away from us, and we are are worried that it's going to eventually be um, having a problem in the Congress about that. Um, I advocated personally for the R word to be removed from legislation a long time ago, so um, I think it's still very prevalent, the R word, and and it's Um, 
yeah, I'm sorry about that. That's um, okay. It was real world. So tell me, so getting the R word removed, do you mean just having some legislation that, that prohibits the use of it? Um, yeah, my, my mom was just saying he might not know what the R word is, but um, I do. I'm sure you probably do. Um, I do. So, um, yeah, um, we went up to Albany um, and advocated for them. Um, originally, we wanted the artwork not to be used at all, but what came out of it was um, that um, they um, passed some legislation where it can't be used in, cer in certain laws and, in cer and used in the school system and other things like that. So beyond uh, dealing with political leaders uh, on on legislation, what are some of the issues that the, the self-advocates work on within the community? Um, very interesting question. I would say that probably um, the main thing that, w that we as self-advocates work on in our community that I'm aware of is um, giving a, I guess, giving a voice to the unheard. Um, and we advocate for our services if we need a certain service, um, if we need something in our community that um, we advocate for that. And I guess that's that's how I would explain what really we're doing in the community and not a political sense. Right. So, uh, Joseph, how important and what have you seen as, as far as employment is going on? What do what you guys... Um, how do you see employment fitting into both the self-advocates and just people with disabilities in general in, in, in rural Western New York? How important is jobs, our jobs? Um, I think jobs are crucially important. Um, and we do have programs that help that thing, but I would say that it's um, a little bit harder for a person with a disability to get a job compared to a person that doesn't have a disability, um, coming to the harsh reality, sometimes employers will pick the person that doesn't have a disability over the person that has a disability because they have the same qualifications but are not a person with a disability. They're not supposed to do that, but sometimes employers do. And so, but do you then, what do you do? Do you, do you uh, show the, the, the people who are successful with disabilities? Yeah, I would say that you, we would show the people that are successful, that people are successful with disabilities. Um, I currently do not have a job. I am in the process of doing the, the employment training program. So I'm going to be starting a job, hopefully after this whole COVID-19 pandemic stops. Um, but I think it's, I think we see a lot more self-advocates going into self-started businesses more than seeing them in the community doing an actual job. It, it, it depends on the preference of the person with disability, but I think we have a lot of people in this whole U.S. Um, United States of America that are doing self-started businesses because then they don't have to worry about anything really except for, hey, I can make money by doing a job, but be my own boss. So that's a, that's a great, great point. There's, there are statistics out there that say people with disabilities do end up starting their own businesses because it's hard to find employment. 
Um, and so you're not alone in, in, I've heard that very often. As a matter of fact, there's some groups, um, one is at Syracuse university that helps, uh, people with disabilities who want to start businesses to do exactly that. So, uh, you're thinking exactly the way others are thinking as well. Tell me, give me some of the ideas of what businesses are being started by people with disabilities. Um, I can say that there's been a lot of businesses that have been started. Um, I met with somebody that was from the show The Bornest Way on, um, in California, and she started her own business and did, like, clothing lines. Um, so clothing lines sometimes can clothing kind of stuff. Um making, doing stuff that aligns to their hobbies, I think. Um, I know personally for me, I was a DJ for seven years. Um, so. Um, Starting a DJ business? I really like playing music. Music was, is a very good interest of mine. So I have stopped it now at, as of January, but I was just going back to that. Um, and then um, decided to stop. And then when the COVID-19 pandemic hit, I started doing a virtual dance party every Saturday as well. So I got back into it, but virtually during this pandemic. That's great. So speaking of the pandemic, Joseph, how is how has your health been? Um, how are the people in your community? How are you dealing with, uh, with the isolation of, of COVID-19? Um, I can say personally for myself, I'm doing a little bit better than what does like to get out in the community and honestly can't do a whole lot of scenes because a lot of scenes are closed and a lot of scenes, um, are, um, yeah, a lot of scenes are closed. Um, but I would, I would say that, um, People have been trying to get on Zoom calls. They've been trying to socialize. I think that's primarily why I'm saying as I am today, because I do Zoom calls. But in real reality, I wish this whole scene would stop so I could get back to doing stuff I like to do in my community. So that's a great point. So my my uh, understanding of the self-advocate group in Western New York, you guys are pretty strong, <coughs> and, excuse me, and you're pretty close to each other. So I imagine these Zoom calls are, are a lot of fun, correct? They are they are very, very, very fun. Um, yes, they are. <laughs> you guys, uh, how often do you get together? Um, well, as a as chair of the collaborative of New York, we would meet every third Wednesday, but now since the pandemic hit, we have to meet virtually. Um, and we usually, in our whole meeting, we have about 13 chapters. So um, it's a new horizon for us because we usually are expecting to be in person, have more social interaction, be able to actually see people besides video chat and it's just a new technological age right now it is so joseph we're coming up on the end of our time with our our podcast 
Uh, but I, you, you're bringing up a really good point, and I, I want to emphasize this, that uh, technology is the friend of people with disabilities. It's not the enemy. And when we can use Zoom and when we can use podcasting and when we can use um, technology to communicate with one another, we can uh, get through this social, social isolation. We can also help ourselves in employment. There are jobs available uh, for people out there when we use technology. So um, this, is a, this is a time that we, all people with disabilities, should embrace technology I know the self-advocates in Western New York do it, and it's nice to hear that you guys are on Zoom calls with each other. Support yourselves, help yourselves, and uh, you know, be good friends to each other because that's so very important in this time. Um, you know, next, hopefully, when COVID is done, Joseph will be out there. We'll be hand cycling. We'll be coming through Western New York. We'll be meeting you all in person again because that's that's important to us as well. Um, Joseph Damiano, I want to say thank you very much for coming on the podcast. I want to ask you to keep up your good spirit. And uh, I want to just to remind everybody that there are self-advocate organizations out there. Please get involved with them and uh, because you can, you can find some great friends. You can find some great connections and, and you can also get some answers to some of the questions you have. Joseph, how do, we, how do people get in touch with the self-advocates if they don't know? Um, it all dep depends. Um, I'm involved in Sanny's, um, and personally, if someone wants to get involved in our local area or in involved in any of these calls, um, you could, you could, e you can even send them my way. I don't mind sharing my stuff out. Um, like I said, my virtual dance party, um, open to everyone. So anybody who wants, wants that, reach out to me. Great. And you know what, Bef before you give your contact information, I'm not going to have you do that. I'm going to ask people to reach out to me at ourability.com. I'll get you in contact with Joseph. Uh, you can get in contact with the virtual dance party, or you can get in contact with Saney's. Um, the self-advocate organization in New York state, because we certainly have connections to them. And I urge you, if you're, if you're home, if you, if you feel isolated, if you've got a disability and you don't know about the self-advocates group or one of the other groups around like that, please, please reach out to us or find one because um, it's, it's, uh, it's great to connect. And at this time of COVID and at this time of uh, unemployment, we need to be able to connect with each other help each other through the COVID, help each other through employment opportunities, and we can able, all be stronger. Joseph, thank you. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you so much. Um, I, will, I will keep in touch with you. 